Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... We're an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Happy Thursday to you, September 21st, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. Here Roll on Call. Radio. Do you remember the 21st day of September? Welcome in. Happy Love Thursday. Love changing our mind. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. This Ooh. is Kentucky Roll Call. Big happy anniversary to the Riders. Picked, uh... Picked a heck of a night to get remembered uh, 39, 40 years ago. So happy anniversary. The Riders? Yeah, it's their name. Family, friends. Do they listen to the show? They, they will today. Good. Well, that, that happy Her anniversary yeah. to, the, to the Riders. Her son's better listener. I'm going to whoop some ass. Uh, and yeah, he got engaged during the Bruno Mars show, during that uh, the Will You Marry Me song. Uh, yeah, that that's, that's a little. Yeah, I mean it's a little on the nose, but also like they have a kid in a house together. Like you know, she, she was kind of just like, "Really, you're finally doing it?" Sort of reaction. So that, that, that was all in good fun. Oh, so she said she said yes. Yes, yes. Good, 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 <laughs> good. Well, I, I did. I, I talked about with Justin all week. I wanted to start Thursday shows dedicated to the riders. So you did happy that we were able to. We did it. We, we did it. We we were we able to check, check that box. Happy to do that. Nick Rash, how are you, buddy? What's up? I'm uh, got an exciting, just exciting, busy times. Lots of stuff going on. It's uh, it's fun. It's fast. It's furious. And uh, just ready to ready to get rock and roll and got um, some fun content cooking up today. So uh, hopefully that goes well. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're we're ready to roll Thursday night football. Just I don't I don't know what it is, fellas. Just once the Thursday night football gets started, I feel like the weekend. I know Scoots will never stay up late to watch it. Like if he's up past nine p.m., it's it's an act of God. Um, they've got to call Congress to legislate it. But I just I love that it's a great it's a it's a weekend appetizer to really make me think that like Friday is the weekend too. Ross, I'll have you know I have not went to bed before eleven o'clock this whole week. 
Wow. So Scoots, you're yeah. like an adult. It, it's been, you know, it oh, the mornings okay. I've expected to be tougher with getting that little sleep because normally I'm an eight hour guy, if not more. Um, that no, but no, it's been fine. I, I'm good with my six six and a half hours I've been getting. It's been really weird. Well, you did say earlier this week you passed out during one of the games. I did. And then you yeah. woke up. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to count that a before 11 o'clock bedtime. Okay, that's fair. One out of four is not bad. All right, good. Good, <laughs> as long as we can agree to that. Uh, it's not the most exciting game in the world tonight. I know. Who we got? Um, Niners and Giants. I Ooh, mean, yuck. best team in the NFL versus one of the worst teams. The San Francisco 49ers. hey oh, See what you did there. No, I uh, San Francisco is a big ten and a half point favorite. Pretty pretty large spread for NFL standards. But will uh, Dable go down and kick a field goal with um, ten seconds left to cover the spread? As if betting on the NFL isn't hard enough. Now that we know that they're spread chasing out there, it makes it even even tougher. Uh, but that's a that's a lot of points. Do I do I add this game to my gambling my gambling league? Do I pick this uh, game? Do I stay uh, away from ooh, it? I would stay away. Um, there's a little Good. part of me thinks the giant or the the 49ers should probably just run away with it. I mean, I would think, um, but Wandell Robinson's going to be back, and we know he's just a touchdown machine. So you got to worry about that. Ooh, but no Saquon Barkley though. Wandell, good. No Saquon, bad. Yeah, that that that's very bad. Um, Who's yeah, I don't know. Up, uh, Matt Parada, like uh, you know, blast from the past on that name. Yeah, was he? He was a 49er, wasn't he, for a long time? Ooh, I see what you're saying. Revenge, Revenge game? game? Revenge yeah. game. Whoa, all right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you get you get that tonight. Uh, it's on the, the old Amazon. Um, I feel so old yep. saying that, but it's on Amazon. 8-15, always a good time to have Thursday night football. I hate the college doesn't try to put at least any sort of good no. game on. They've got uh, they've got a game, a game though, old yeah, fun they, belt. They do have a, they do have Jordan. a game game. Georgia State is a six and a half point dog at Coastal Carolina. Not to be confused with Georgia Southern. I almost did get it confused with Georgia Southern there for a moment because uh, Keaton Upshaw play and uh, Bo Allen are on Georgia Southern. They're throwing the ball a lot now. They used to be an option team. It's a little, little boing, but only one game tonight. I do like. I know the high schoolers probably don't, but I, I like that Friday night has become a thing. Now I find myself on Friday nights if I. You know, especially like, like next week, it's going to be a noon game. So I'm going to be doing work on Friday night to get ready for Saturday. And I'll just have a slate of games. Like we've got a, a Big Ten and an ACC game tomorrow night, Wisconsin-Purdue and NC State at Virginia. So uh, Wisconsin-Purdue might actually be a pretty good football game. So I, I do like the emergence of Friday. Kind of bummed that Thursday there's not better competition against the NFL. Still think you put a solid game on Thursday, you put it at seven o'clock, you're at least getting great eyeballs until the NFL, a great number of eyeballs until the NFL game starts. And then, if your college game's good, people always like to watch exciting finishes. And especially with like the NFL kind of transitioning to Amazon Prime, there's I still think a market just for people that are old and don't know how to do that or young and don't pay for it. Or just people who I don't want to have to switch over on my smart TV and go to Amazon Prime. I just want to stay on YouTube TV or I just yes. want to stay on Direct TV. I don't want to have to go. I want to stay on Sling. Scoots' case. I want to stay on Hulu. Um, 
I, I still, yeah, I think it's a misplay by by the big wigs at Mister College Football Incorporated. That is a huge pain in the ass too. Like the your your reluctance. I I would change channels seven hundred more times than I do during Thursday nights because it's like well, once I'm on here, instead of two taps and I'm on a new channel, it's a solid. 20, 30 seconds for everything to like load up and to switch inputs and do all that stuff. So, yeah, not not the biggest fan of having Prime unless I'm at a buddy's house and he's got the, the double screen action going on. Unless it's Prime, Coach Prime, or oh. Prime Rib, in which case Roush is big fans of both. Yeah, um, Prime Rib haven't had a ton of recently, though. Um, although... I, I am a big fan. Would would like to have some, some more. Um, can I can I mention some college football games? Because we're we'll do our picks obviously tomorrow. But there's like some kind of like, oh wow, that's gonna rock. Um, one low key game, noon, Western Kentucky at Troy. I know you were thinking like I thought I was gonna go big noon Saturday. No, 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 no. Oklahoma at Scott Satterfield, backseat to Western at Troy, which should be a great game. I'm kind of bummed that Western didn't get into the fun belt in this round of conference realignment. They're stuck in Conference USA. Uh, but this is a this is a big one for each team as far as like especially if you were on that Troy win total. Um, and Western all offense coming off of uh, uh, you know big loss at Ohio State. And Troy is all about the defense. So, really a clash of what, which which style will win. Um, the advanced stats preview I saw, I mean, it was a tie, toss-up. That that should be a, a good football game to watch in that early window on Saturday, Teach. Yeah, Troy, one and two, a really tough loss to James Madison. Um, and then besides that, they lost to Kansas State, as you'd expect. So, if they're going to get going, it needs to probably start on Saturday at noon against Western Kentucky. Troy, three-and-a-half-point favorites in that one. Gosh, I'm just looking ahead because, Roush, you brought it up. So I was like, I'll, I'll pull up the Saturday slate. It's, oh, it's great. What the so hell good. has happened to Virginia Tech? They are one and two on the season, which, you know, I don't think anybody had high expectations for them this year as is. But they're five-point dogs to Marshall. I just feel like if you were a big-time Virginia Tech football fan, and they've got a pretty loyal following, you just have to be disgusted with where your program's at at this juncture. Uh, they had a moment on Saturday. They were up, I think they were up 14. Well, here's the problem. I get Virginia and Virginia Tech confused because they both play a similar bad brand of football. Um, I be but I believe it was Virginia Tech who had a 14 nothing lead and then gave up like 42 straight points. But I, I might be confusing them with Virginia. Uh, yeah, I'm confusing them with Virginia. But they still got their clock speed off by Rutgers. At least they didn't get embarrassed uh, against Old Dominion. That was an in-state game. You can't, you can't lose to the lower-tier in-state team. They beat Old Dominion. Virginia did lose to James Madison, though. So um, the state of football in that state is just not, not great. Right it now. runs through James Madison at this point. Yeah, the Dukes, man. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That it really makes you 
Like, so here's the reason why we needed to discuss Virginia Tech as much as we made fun of, uh, what was it? The Frank, Frank, what was, what was it? In the, the bowl game, the Belk Bowl, they were, it was the Frank party and Lim Bowden crashed it. Not Frank Beamer, but the Bud, Bud Foster Bowl. That's what it was. Some say if you watch a ESPN broadcast, they still show him from time to time. If you you can make fun of them as much as they want, but their succession plan, you that's what you should make fun of. Because it's like you either give the, the keys to Bud Foster, you don't do what they did, which is not have anybody lined up, but they were like, we're going to keep Bud Foster, but we're also going to bring in the hottest shot out there, this Memphis coach, Justin Fuente. And it was oil and water. Like, things did not work. The reason I bring this up is because there's a very likely scenario where similar things happen at Kentucky, right? Like, Mark Stoops is doing things that Frank Beamer did at Virginia Tech. Like, it's, you know, he's not winning the ACC. So, it's a little bit different back when he had Mike Vick in Newport News. But the success at a non-traditional power for an extended period of time, he's had a defensive coordinator for a long time. The, the moral of the story is don't kind of get stuck up a creek without a paddle because you can be swimming before you know it. Um, and that that's where they're at right now with this coaching change of Brent Pry. At least they're trying to get back. Like, he recruited against them a bunch as Penn State's coach because they, they like to get in that DMV in Virginia area. So he's trying to get them back there, but they're, I mean, they're far behind the eight ball, right? Like, they're like five years off. So, um, just so a little a little warning, like, hey, either make the defensive coordinator the guy or like have have somebody ready who isn't just a flash in the pan at his latest school, because that's it's exactly what Justin Fuente was. I think the only logical thing to do at UK is wait until one of Stoops kids is old enough, then he takes over the program. Ooh. Or even better, we do the college basketball route, hire a former player. Um, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. bring Lynn Bowden back. He yeah. can be our coach prime. Come see about it. Who would uh, be? Who? Well, you know, you I mean, do have like the the Summerall, like is the answer. But well, sure, but you know, but the Stoops way. Thinking a little younger, CJ yeah. CJ Conrad. Yeah, he's him and Maxwell Smith are both like first time big college football jobs. Uh, Ooh, Max Duffy. Yeah, bring, bring him home. Yeah. Was Max Duffy your source on Murray State, U of L Roush? Enough time has passed. You can tell us. And, and journalists never reveals oh, his source. That's sources. right. Ah, ah, you're too good. You're too good. Tried to get you there for a second. Oh, Justin, I didn't stay, ask how your how your Wednesday went. Stay home, Jones. Gotcha girls. <laughs> uh it was okay. I produced for the bats, then I was done for the day at around three fifteen. Went home and watched a I watched two full baseball games last night. And I played baseball oh, wow. on my PlayStation, so it was it was a nice relaxing Whoa. night. You know how I know I've had a good week out at my mom's, guys. I am covered in freaking mosquito bites. That means I've spent a lot of time outside on the back porch. Um, best place to be when you're at my mom's. So yeah, o- overall I'm pretty good. You and I have different definitions of good times outside. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, you know, anytime I'm spending time outside, it's just. Like that's when I'm at my happiest, you know. I don't, I don't want to be indoors. That's why I hate the winter time so much because you got to be indoors so much because it's so freaking cold. And the West Nile is just an added bonus. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, if that happens, if that's the way that I'm supposed to go, then that's the way I'm going to go. It's all good. Yeah, uh, it's a nice survival rate these days. <laughs> don't 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 <laughs> let good. the media scare you too much about West Nile. You'll just be pent up in the hospital for like four months. You'll that's be okay fine. though. Yeah, I'll, as yeah. long as I come out eventually. Scoots is thinking vacation. <laughs> Scoots did. Um, are you one of those that always gets bit by mosquitoes? Is it uh some of the time? I ask because my wife is just like, she walks outside, boom, bugs all over. Me, I get like one a year. They just don't, they don't even mess with me. Yeah, no, I get, I get bit all the time. And right now, if I'm, if I were to count how many I have on my body, I've probably got at least 12 at this point in time. So there's, I'm, you put, I'm itching you a lot. use bug spray? No, heck no. I hate, absolutely hate the smell of bug spray. What about those like candles or any sort of deterrent whatsoever? So, you just like bring on the bugs. So, All natural. No, there was a, uh, there is like a citronella candle on their back porch that I tried to light the other night and it just doesn't have any liquid in it. So it wouldn't light. So no, we've been going all natural. Uh, there, there are people though that like, I, I would think, you know, I, I spend a decent amount of time outside. I don't, maybe not as much as scoots this week. And I'll, I'll get the occasional bug bite. You'll see it on my body. But there are definitely people where, like, mosquito bites show worse than other people. I think everybody can remember, like, the kid from their grade school that come in after summer break and look like they have just been absolutely eaten alive by bugs. Uh, always kind of feel bad for those people. Although they say that, like, you know, those people are still getting bit the same amount as other people. It's just sometimes it shows on different bodies more. Uh, usually hmm. it's kind of paler skin. Not that, not that, not that that matters. Well, I, I've, I've heard that it's like bugs are attracted to sort of blood type. Um, Is that true? Know. See, and that's, that's a, like, I, I don't think it's like, I don't think there's empirical evidence that it is true, but there certainly is something to some people get bit more than others because everybody, from my understanding, you're we're just allergic to the coating on the mosquito's nose that like pierces your skin. That that's the reaction that you're getting, not oh. necessarily the bite. Gotcha. Like not the not the puncture wound necessarily. Correct. It's just yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. You're learning something new every day on KRC. Of course, we're not like a hundred percent sure if it's accurate, but that's pretty par for the course. For this radio show. Oh, it will be when we have Corey Price on, though. That's 100% accurate trivia right there. There you go. He'll be on in hour number two. Always excited for Trivia Thursday with Corey Price. Scooch, we missed you on the links yesterday, buddy. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Appreciate it. We, we talked all morning about how I have to produce for the bats. Then you send me a text as soon as we go off air. Hey, golfing at noon today. Knowing damn yeah. well I can't join. Yeah, you can't. You could have got Trevor to cover for you for the bats. There was no Rutherford I mean, show yesterday. Yeah, Trevor got exactly. a freaking unplanned off day. He texted me. He actually forwarded Mike's text to him about how there was no show, and I just texted Trevor back. I was like, "Enjoy your off day." Is ridiculous. Mike not a big fan of letting his listeners know there's no show, or is it just kind of like show up and see that see the close sign on the door and then get back to your car and turn right around? Did he- I, I saw the close sign yesterday. I was like, "Where? What? What's going on? Why am I listening to some guy talk about the NFL?" Did he not put a tweet out? Normally, he no, puts a tweet out. No, he normally actually doesn't put a tweet out. He yeah. sometimes will, but I say his norm is just the the close sign on the door. Let us people figure out in real time. Hmm. Maybe he was upset that I uh, called him out for being late as much as Trevor. 
Wow. So you, maybe a protest. Maybe. Uh, I, could, I could see that. Well, if he's not feeling well, we certainly hope that he feels better. Hey. Uh, and ho- maybe back on the air today, hopefully. By the way, yeah, that's the plan. He told Trevor that was the plan to be back in studio today. By the way, this is our second to last day at this studio, from what I'm being told. I still don't believe you. They are picking up the phone system on Friday night. And they are going to move all the rest of the boxes that are tied to like our national programming on Sunday night, right after the bats go off air. So have you have you asked who's doing this moving? I know who's doing this moving. Glenn, who's who's doing it? Glenn is his name. He's our, I guess. Glenn Coco. I guess he's now our new engineer. So yeah, they said we might have. So just just a disclaimer: they might have to take a test day on Monday, but we'll see. So. I love that we're finding all this out in real time. Yeah. So I wanted to we're keep finding it out with the listeners. I wanted to we're, keep y'all updated. What if okay. does this mean that we should that we need to like say goodbye to the studio tomorrow and have like one last day last day without any internet? Well, that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. I don't I didn't know if y'all wanted to do that one last parting show or not because it it does. And Roush, I get your hesitation with it all because I'm in the same boat. Like I'll believe it when it happens, but it does appear that tomorrow will be our last day in this studio. Oh, wow. wow. The smells of those microphones. My jaw. Oh, man. You listeners, gonna... we're all it's like we're what team does that where they lock arms and they all walk out at the same time? Uh, I, I will hold hands. I don't know if they... But all right, yeah. we'll, we'll hold hands. Well, this yeah. is all of us <laughs> together finding out this information. Uh, and, wow, maybe it sounds like we have a Monday off. Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, it got- is true that, like, when are they, you know, they got to move all the equipment. They're going to get it all set up. We trust our new engineer who I just found out exists today. And I'm sure he's going to do an awesome job. But it is probably true that, like, you you know, you're not going to really know what works or doesn't work until you snap your fingers and try to go on air. And he may not be able to just go on air by himself or I don't know the protocol on all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I would say if we are definitively sure that tomorrow is going to be the last show that, yeah, we should probably go in mainly because I just want to make sure little Howard's going to be in good hands. Oh, well, you yeah, gotta- we cannot cannot let Trevor get his hands on him. You got to no. take him, right? You have to take him. Yeah. Tomorrow. yeah. Yeah, we'll take them until we get comfortably in in the new studio. So, yeah, it's going to be – it'll be a a weird transition. So, Trevor, he's been dealing with this automation system over here for 15 years now, so he's going to have to go over there and learn a whole new automation system. For me, me, it won't be as bad because I've only been doing this for four or five years now, so I feel like I can learn something new pretty easily. But, Trevor, it's going to be interesting. The good, the good news is those scoots. Trevor got a fourteen on his ACT. That's so true. if anybody can learn it, it's yeah. the, it's that guy. Wicked smart yep. dude. He'll be hanging out with Richard Blumenthal in no time. <laughs> the the video that Rutherford tweeted out of the the kid who uh, did he get the same grade as Trevor or worse? Yeah, I never his, ended up actually watching the video. I like meant to, and then it was buffering, and I just moved on with my life. It, but was, was it pretty good? Yeah, because at the very end. Like he's trying to be like light and upbeat and like, but you can like really see and feel the pain there at the end where he's like trying to like laugh through the tears sort of deal. Like, <laughs> and then it's just like, oh God, am I an idiot? Like he, you can, you can feel it through the camera. Like, oh wow, I'm, I'm dumb. Like I'm, this is bad. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you can always try again and uh, you, 
just nowhere to go but up, I suppose, with a, with that with that sort of score. Uh, Scooch, are you going to put together like a, a an audio montage of our five years at the old station? Absolutely not. No, no what? shot. No it's shot. It's the end of an era. No shot. I, I bet. You know what? I bet the bigwigs would really think that's pretty solid initiative. You, you want you me did. to go back and take T.J. Walker sports talker takes as well? Well, Trevor was my producer there, so I'll get him on that. <laughs> well, Trevor started as your all per, all's producer for this, so I say you just get him on the whole thing. Yeah, he can do the first two years, and then you take the last three. That's fair. And we we all we need is like a twenty-five to thirty-minute montage. So, I've been with you all three years. Yeah, I think so. Two years at least. Holy smokes! Well, didn't you wow. come over in the pandemic? Yeah, I guess it was January of twenty-one is when I joined. So okay. not quite three years, but dang, we're getting close. That's wild. Well, yeah, very, very, very close. It went yeah. fast. Well, uh, that's... you still haven't been on a date since. Me, I have not. Me. No, I went on a date. Yeah, that's well, a date. Was it a date or was it not? Yeah, he did go on a date, and then the the girl ran up the tab. Yeah, remember I had like the hundred and forty six dollar bill. We were hammered. <laughs> yeah, and then we were like, "Hey, Scoots, how'd you get home?" And he was like, "Oh, I drank some water." <laughs> and it's like, oh, hey, no wonder Scoots doesn't go on dates anymore. Like, well, and he had Thornton's girl over for a bonfire, a romantic bonfire. That, that was not mm. a romantic bonfire. By bonfire light. <laughs> and then, the, and then he was like, I think she thought that like it was romantic, and uh, and I had to break it off. Well, of course, you had a romantic <laughs> bonfire. Of course, she thought it was romantic. <laughs> oh, what a three years! If Trevor can take the ACT, Scooch, you can go on a date. I don't, yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I don't, I don't doubt that. I know I could go on a date. Absolutely, there just, has to be a KRC listener that knows somebody that's single that would be like, you know what, golfer, this would yeah. at least be a fun time. Ooh, would you go on a golfing date with a girl? Absolutely, yeah, anytime, anytime. There's got to be a, a like, we. I mean, we've got Christian Mingle, Farmers Only. There's got to be like. A, uh, lads on the links or lassies on the links sort of app, right? I, I believe there it was Brad from Bellberg. No, it was Salt Lake Brian. He's got a suggestion for us later on the text line, so we can get to is that. It, is it his like sister Brad's? Actually, you know what? I'll just go ahead and read it now. Salt Lake Brian here. Now that Trevor got his scores, I propose a new radio show bit idea. Send Scoots to the Mormon Single Men Conference in Provo. They'll match Kim a partner, 150 women to 100 men down in Provo. Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. <laughs> and then he, he puts the uh, website up for it as well. Man, in the year 2023, that's wild that that is a real <laughs> thing going on. Uh, the Mormons, they, they operate a little differently. <laughs> um, uh, there's a uh, golf si- singles, golf.singles, elitegolfdating.com. I'm sure that has all of the that sounds elite, elite women. Yeah. Um, I also can't tell if they're like, here's singles and you're just looking to play like with bigger groups or if it's like, hey, you're single. <laughs> <laughs> Scoots gets paired up with Gil. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah, Gil's like, like, I was just looking for some fellas to play golf with. I always end up having to play by myself. I'm always a single. And Scoots is like, I am single. And, oh, boy, that's a comedy sketch if I've ever heard of one. I I think I'm going there to meet up with a girl, and it's just a single guy. Unbelievable. You get the the joke, though, right? Oh, yeah. 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 
that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's good. Okay, we're going to take our first break, and then Roush has a very, very important radio topic that I've been looking forward to getting to all day, and that's a radio oh, tease. Can't, can't wait. Wait to find out what it is. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Can't wait to find out what it is, too. Yeah, Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I ate a tuna sandwich on my first day, so Andy started calling me Big Tuna. I don't think any of them actually know my real name. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. You, you don't worry about it. Sorry, buddy. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, I was trying to work something out with Scoots, but didn't didn't have enough time to do it. No biggie. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. That is Scoots, Justin Kalen. He's our producer. That was Nick Roush. I'm TJ Walker. Our show goes 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show 9 to 11. And you can listen anywhere you get podcasts. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502 414 1450 502-414-1450 and get your feet inside a Thornton's they're on every block in Louisville download the app to become a refreshing rewards member that's all you have to do and you will save money inside the store although they already have great deals like 89 cents 32 ounce drinks and you'll save money at the pump gas price is still too high for my liking so any and everything mm. counts. I think it's five cents when you first sign up, and you can eventually get up to like fifteen yeah. right now for me on my refreshing oh, wow. rewards app. Yeah, yeah, That's and wild. and free coffee Thursday. Woohoo! It is free coffee I, Thursday. I gotta say, so my move is is now uh, if it's black coffee, the special house reserve. It's just great balance there. Uh, but then if I'm if it's a little afternoon, pick me up. I do the breakfast blend with some uh, French vanilla creamer. Nice little sweet treat. Oh, you should try it too. I think they, uh, I think they even do the thing too, TJ, where you can make your own sort of pumpkin spice with uh, a little shot of whole milk and some of the little pumpkin spice creamers. I'm not really about that life. Like I, I might once a fall, but if you're about that life, you can give it a try. Give it a shot at Thornton's. It's pumpkin season, baby. You're seeing it everywhere. Uh, I went by my local oil chain shop. They've got pumpkin spice oil in now. So uh, exciting, exciting stuff there. Here's a I did actually seasonal. See that. I didn't actually see that on a sign at an oil shop. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And I wonder if they anybody gets got. My my question for you, TJ, because it, it is pumpkin spice seasoning. I, I think we're, you know, we've got a little bit of hottish you know 80 degree weather these next couple of days but for the most part like it's it's certainly a cool off right um we're getting into fall i'm seeing a lot of halloween decorations duke is a big fan have the walkers when when is it time for you to start lugging the seemingly endless amounts of halloween decor out of the basement despite me telling my wife to not buy any additional halloween decorations she has bought several just and they are small things to be fair to be fair 
But so we do have the things that she's bought and like we've taken out of boxes. We didn't go take downstairs into storage. So we have a couple Halloween stuff up, but not much. But we have I have emptied the all the decor, just the regular decor. So our house looks pretty empty right now. So the plan was over this past weekend to take down everything. I got uh, about 90% done with that. And then the wife got pneumonia. So that kind of put a stop to our Sunday plans of doing mm -hmm. more. And then it was supposed to be like a kind of slow trickle of bringing stuff up and setting it up, which kind of has happened, but not as much as I'd like. So no, and especially not outside. We don't have anything up outside yet. Inside, we've got a few things. But over over this weekend, this will be after this weekend, I would guess that our house would look a lot more Halloween-y. And then I won't put the outside stuff up till probably October. Maybe a couple things up beforehand. But it's wild, though, that it's almost the end of September. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just get thrown off whenever I see the the outdoor stuff. But I realize, like, yeah, you're right. Like, that's – I like to have at least a month of decorations out. And so this is about that time, right? Like um, – the best was somebody had a Jack Skellington that, I mean, we're, we're driving through Shively and it's, I mean, it's as tall as their ranch house. You couldn't see. I, lo head I, I love tree. those. It's I love great. those. Sometimes I'll do appraisals, Roush, and I'll be in like an unfinished basement and I'll see those things like disassembled. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, they do take up a ton of space. I, f I figured because they're ginormous. Uh, yeah, yeah like, like there's a new one on lagrange road too that is uh it's like right by the road and obviously lagrange road's really busy so you'll see cars kind of slow down and be like what the hell oh okay it's just a halloween decoration Whew. yeah and that, that's got to be the reason why so many folks do the inflatable things it's like oh it pumps up yeah. kind of big and it's in a little box yeah, we uh, did you ever see the big stay puff marshmallow guy that my dad bought and just pawns off on me from time to time that thing, that thing is like three stories tall. Probably not three, but maybe two. I mean, it is huge, huge, and it just fits in like a normal Amazon box when it when it folds up. Um, Crazy. Yeah, I, I I don't. That thing's a pain. The wind can really take that thing away, or it comes to life and just destroys parts of Linden. It's it's just it's it's dangerous, really, is what it is. Uh, but if you're new to Kentucky roll call, our family we're big we're big Halloween folk. Uh, we we more times than not go all out for it, although it does seem like year in and year out, it maybe becomes a little less and less as life gets a little bit busier. But we do decorate for all hol holidays as well. But I am a big proponent of you don't start Christmas decorations till after Thanksgiving. So I don't think I'd be a little hypocritical if I started putting up all my Halloween stuff in like mid-September. TJ, is the Halloween party going to be on a Friday again this year? It will be. Awesome. Yeah, it will cool. be. Great. One of these years, well, I'll be able to get there. Blame UK's home football schedule, buddy. Take it up with Mitch Barnhart. I will. Add, uh, it, to they, the, add it to the list, Scoots. <laughs> that's the. Um, it's almost always the Tennessee game, and I, I can, I can count plenty. the The worst was, um, I think it was twenty fifteen. Yeah, it was twenty fifteen, where Tennessee was bad, and I was like, oh. This will be the game that gets them bowl eligible, and they just completely crap the bed. Cats are wearing black uniforms, too. So cool. And I didn't even want to, like, go out Halloween partying. And I was still, like, 22. Like, that was 23, something like that. I was still and ready to. 
but I was year, so mad. I was going to say, in the year 2015, he, uh, a UK football loss kept you from going out. If UK football losses when we were in college, Roush, and growing up kept us from going out, then we would have had a scoots childhood. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But, um, I like, it also was the game ended. Like, I, I didn't get done till like, around midnight. And playing catch-up that late, you're just like, I don't even want to see these people. I'm so mad. I hate Tennessee fans so much. Like, kind of just want to not, not deal with it right now. Uh, and my – my Brooke was there. That was would have been our. I was like, do I want to? Let's just hang out. I don't want to deal with this bull crap. I hate that's my that Tennessee. Big reason why I hate them. They're just they're ruining Halloween's. Fun Halloween was Kentucky beat Missouri on a walk off touchdown. That was well, fun. Well, that was Scoots unnecessary. Shrey, you had a great childhood, and by the this sounds like on your. Based on your track stories, you were as busy as anybody. Yeah, I was gonna. Up, I was so. gonna ask you what the hell that meant. So thanks for clarifying. No, he just wanted to take a shot at you. Yeah, it's just a joke. Uh, but Scoots, don't. This may be well, not the last Halloween party on a Friday. But I'm very close to just switching it to where the Halloween party is just going to be on actual Halloween, and like you know, bring your kid over to the neighborhood, trick or treat if you want. Put your kid down, get a babysitter, come over if you want, or just don't. We understand people have life going on, no big deal. But uh, we're gonna. I, I was just now looking at the calendar. May start that next year because Halloween on a Thursday next year, the following Ooh. on a Friday, the following on that a Saturday. So it actually could make sense to start doing that next year. Uh, so hopefully you'll be able to go in the future, buddy. Yeah, if or, and also you could always take off a night and come. Uh yeah no I got I have a job I have to I have to call games people want to hear my dulcet tones on the radio so that's what I have to do on Fridays. What if I told you we had triple fireball shots? Ooh! I will cancel my game. I'm there. <laughs> I am there. Well, speaking of uh, shots, there is a big addition to Northern Kentucky. Roush, are you excited about this news? I cannot wait. I'll be. Might be wasted away again. Um, Margaritaville coming yeah. to Northern Kentucky, which I did not know. I didn't like hear any sort of whispers of this happening, uh, but the Margaritaville Resort is coming to Newport. It's going to be right there on the river. Nearly 300 jobs going to be added. Uh, that's exciting. That that That's cool for that. Like, how many people that live in Newport and Northern Kentucky are going to regularly go to Margaritaville? I don't know. I bet there will be some that go a bunch. I bet there'll be some that hardly go ever. But that will be, you'll get people that are going to Cincinnati for Bengals games, Reds games, uh, just to go to Cincinnati, business in Cincinnati, or potentially in Northern Kentucky. And they'll stay there. They'll spend their dollars there. It'll stay in the state. That's that's cool. Did Are the lights too bright? Did anybody ask the people of Hurstbourne if this is okay? Uh, is the music going to be too loud? We hope so. It's a Margaritaville, but this was a, a cool addition to a cool city in Kentucky. Well done, all those involved. Have you um, have you ever been to one? Like I, I feel like I went to the one in Nashville because a buddy's dad was there on Broadway. So, like, what what exactly is in the resort? Like, is there pools? Like, how what how does it, what's the resort aspect? It's it's you know think of almost like a Vegas hotel, and that's really what like a Margaritaville is. Well, like, I, okay, I've never been to Vegas, so um, 
Is that so? Yeah, still have some of it. What? Man, yeah. I feel like I you went recently. Maybe I was New Orleans. I was getting all mixed up with. Yeah, okay. Still haven't, uh, still haven't been, but I mean, it's I, not like restaurants. It's got shops. Uh, some of them will have water parks, whether indoor or outdoor. And it's gotcha. not just like one restaurant, and it's not just like one shop. It's like its own little like community, and then it's just you know a hotel with a bunch of other stuff going on. Got you. Because I, so, I just and some are more elaborate than others. I don't know how elaborate this one will be. Okay. Okay. Um, I I just when I hear resort, I think of like outdoor pools and stuff like that. You know, like I, yeah, I, don't, I would imagine they'd have an outdoor pool in this one. I, I you know I know that they'll probably have maybe some sort of an indoor stuff, but they'll have like spa, fitness center, um, and basically it's just like, hey, here's a hotel, but we're gonna have so much cool stuff you won't need to leave the hotel to go outside the city. Of course, people still will, but uh, that's. That's kind of what they tried to. The thought is, got you. Because I, I, I know that area scoots. Uh, every time he goes up there, he's um, going to the Hofbra house, and that's kind of been my MO as well. May, you know, Newport Aquarium too. Newport Aquarium's great. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated by how this is going to work. Good for city of Newport. Love that. Love that area up there. It's real nice. Real yeah. nice park. Yeah, I always wanted like the city of Cincinnati to throw the fine folks of Northern Kentucky a bone, and someday build like a sports arena over there, and they could still be called Cincinnati if they wanted to be. Uh, they probably would be, and I know that they kicked around the soccer stadium idea being being in Northern Kentucky, which I, I I think I'd always root for Louisville City, but if Louisville City was in the USL and a Cincinnati team based in Northern Kentucky was in the MLS, I don't see any reason why I couldn't kind of root for both. Although I think that Cincy franchise is kind of yucky, but they didn't. And they stayed in Cincinnati and I understandably so. And that stadium they built is amazing. And it's really nice, but I'm not going to root for them, but I've always wanted them to throw Northern Kentucky a bone. Cause how many people in Northern Kentucky support all those franchises, all those teams spend their money in that city. And that's why I always liked that the Bengals would do their training camp in Georgetown back in the day. But that's how many years has that been since they have have got away from that? At least we were in high school, I think. Yeah, yeah maybe college, but right. It's it's been a it's been a, a while. But people always love that. But anyways, this feels like Cincinnati didn't throw us this bone, but good for the folks in in Northern Kentucky that made this happen. Uh, I'll probably go at some point in my life. Yeah. Don't know, don't know when, but I, I mm-hmm. imagine some point I'll get to this Margaritaville. Do we have any date of when it's supposed to be set up, ready to go? That I, I don't know, but um, I would imagine. I, I mean, it's wise to do it too there because his Riverbend show every year drew a ton of parrot heads. So like, makes sense. It's a good area for it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I would think that it would be like a uh, take at least a year sort of deal. Um. But yeah, yeah it'll be a little bit to build, but you're right. Yeah, that, it'll be a good spot. I bet that will be popular. It'll be fun to go there, stay Ooh. right there, walk over, go to a Reds game or go. To Reds a might be in the playoffs by the time it's open. Right, Scoots? Maybe yeah. not this year, but maybe next year. Are we are we officially worried the Reds will not be that was, posting? That was a tough one year. yesterday. Scoots. No, it was a tough one, but we had a, a favorable loss as well. The Marlins lost. So, yeah, I don't. It's it is it's gonna be close. There's eight games left. We're still down a game, so we we're gonna need some help. But we've got to start winning, is what it comes down to. So off today, can't lose when you're off. 
That's the good. You, you get to pick one. Do you want the Reds could make the playoffs or the Steelers could make the playoffs? Uh, Which one would you pick? Reds easily. That's I don't even have to think about that one. I've seen the Steelers win two Super Bowls in my life. I've seen the Reds make the playoffs twice in the last twenty five years. So, yeah, Reds easy. Weirdly enough, I I would agree with that. I'm not a Reds or Steelers fan, but with like the season you've had with the Reds, it almost feels like you. You need the payoff of the playoffs. And I know if you don't get that, you can still spin it as it was a fun season. Nobody was expecting this. The win total was 65 and a half. They strung us along to be interested long enough to get us to football season. And that's all we could ask for. The future's bright. But you have been incredibly invested this season. Yeah. No. Like it feels like the roller coaster rides of the Reds, as me as not a Reds fan, it's been really fun to watch. I feel like it needs to end with the playoffs. I feel like that's how this story ends. And does it end with like a, a long playoff run? Probably not because no. it's the Reds. But I do feel like y'all need to to make it in. I'm rooting for y'all. That that would be icing or the cherry on top of the ice cream. But I for me, TJ, it's almost the end of September, like you mentioned, and I'm still watching the wild card standings every day. That's like the first thing I do in the morning when I wake up is I check the National League wild card standings. So the fact that we're this late in the year and I'm still doing that, I, I don't want to say I'd be okay if we missed the playoffs, but I'm so used to it at this point, I think I would be okay if we missed the playoffs. My, my big thing, Scoots, is that it, it feels like they're a year ahead. Yeah. So that would be good, but I would also argue too that. So I'm not, I feel I feel like the the I feel like the best team in the NFL is more likely to win the Super Bowl than the best team in baseball. You can get some random teams just get hot in the postseason and do something crazy. So that's part of the reason why, like the Steelers, we know the Steelers are flawed. Kenny Pickett isn't going to take them to a Super Bowl. He might take them to the playoffs, and hell, they might win a wild card game or something like that. But like. You, you and I are both smart enough to know that they're not going to go far. Yeah. Whereas in baseball, like I, I wouldn't be shocked if they did something crazy and go running through the NL. I mean, we we saw what they did to the Braves. Was it like two weeks ago? Right. The, Red, the Reds just don't have the pitching for playoff baseball. So. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're you're right, but like in a series, yes, to go deep. I don't know. I don't think. But so. like, that, I don't really know anything about anything. So don't the way the way that the the playoffs work now. I mean, I think it's still only three out of five in the DS. So, like, you could, in theory, be playing for, like, a pennant. Um, like that, that would not shock me. Well, um, I mean, look at the Phillies last year. They got in the playoffs as a wild card team and ended up going to the World Series. So, yeah, it backs up your point, Ross. Uh, by the way, the great Corey Price, who's going to be on an hour number two for trivia, he sends in more details about Margaritaville. It's okay. going to be a friendly – Fam, uh, a family-friendly entertainment destination. It's oh, going to be fronting the Ohio out. River. It's going to have full service. Um, it's going to 264 rooms, a JWB grill, licensed to chill bar. Wow. Oh, licensed to chill bar? Mm-hmm. A 12th floor pool with adjacent 5 o'clock somewhere bar and grill overlooking downtown Cincinnati. What about downtown Newport? A retail space and more than 10,000 square feet of meeting and event space, including a 2,000 square foot rooftop offering. And it's expected to be ready to go fall 2026. So it's going to take a little while to get going. Oh, wow. But 26. Sounds like that it's is, uh, 
Sounds like it's going to get worth it. Uh, a ton of event space, Roush. Maybe Little Duke, he gets married at a Margaritaville. Oh, man, that would be wonderful. Well, how great would it be, too, if they have these... Um, um, like, I, I went to one at the Executive West. I don't know what they call it now, but it was like... Um, uh, they called it Kuna. It was like... Uh, but like, imagine getting some sort of, like, kids event where you're going to the convention center and that convention center just so happens to be the, the giant meeting rooms at the Margaritaville. Like, oh, I'll, I'll be a chaperone. I'll volunteer. Yeah. That would like, sounds good. What time, <laughs> what, what time are, is our, are we off duty? Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks for the info, Corey. We appreciate it. Hour one is done. Uh, we've got some small football updates. It's just, it's kind of talking week. It's, you're just getting, yeah, yeah, we're ready. You're getting Ray Davis talking about returning back to Vandy and all that stuff. There's uh, there's well, fun storylines, but yeah, it's not like I mean it's the storylines. You know, we can talk about them whenever we want. We're just counting down the kickoff at this point, and yeah. it's Cats versus Vandy, and it's the the start of SEC play for UK, and 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 it's a game that Kentucky absolutely must win. But we'll give you a couple updates there. We've got a jam packed Thornton's text line, a lot to get to in hour number two. Scooch, are you adding anything, or are you just about ready to play the sweet tunes of our outro music? Just about ready to play the sweet tunes of our outro music. There you have it. We'll be right back here on Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. I turned 21 in prison doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried. Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. That leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. Over? say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Roll X Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Roush should be a good afternoon to hit up Salsaritas, but if you can maybe hold out one day or go both a days, you can see Scoot nope. in his natural element. Nope. You can't. Can't see me. What? Why? I got told yesterday that I will be in studio for that show. Oh, no. Yeah. Talk, talk about a buzzkill. Man, I was can so good. Trevor, oh. Can you get Trevor to go in studio? Yeah, I doubt it. Where? I Where's doubt the it. big X like camaraderie and loyalty. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think that's an option. I mean, I could ask him today, but I I don't think that'll happen. So yeah, Dugan uh, texted well, okay. Dugan texted me yesterday, and he was like, "Where'd you hear that you were going to be on location?" And I was like, "Uh, I have been in the past, so I just assumed." And yeah, that was wrong information. Uh, bummed out. I am bummed out. If only Pete did, he wasn't working at 680. He could help out. No kidding. That's exactly what I told Dugan. I was like, where's Pete Eddie oh. when we need him? Oh. oh, I'm so sorry, Scoot. That's How okay. devastating. That's okay. Is going to at least save you like a burrito or something? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, maybe I'll have Dugan bring me one back. There we go. Because he's got to bring me the equipment after the broadcast so I can take it to my game on Friday night. Maybe I'll just have him bring me an order. All right. Well, the whole Saucerita's ad read is ruined now. <laughs> You're a ruiner. Nothing, nothing's ruined at Saucerita's. It's the delicious meal. It's delicious catering. They got two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. And even though Scoots won't be there, you will have John Spears doing his show Friday, St. X Trinity Day, 
at Salsaritas in St. Matthews, I believe. St. Matthews, a little, yeah. It's a little, yeah, you know, being in St. Matthews the day of the St. X Trinity game. St. X Trinity soccer last night, 2-2 draw. Uh, if you were wondering the update on the varsity soccer match between those two high schools, I imagine you probably were not. But Salsaritas, download the app, save time, save money, and you will not be disappointed. No, what are you saying, Scoots? Tummy's grumbling. I'll be disappointed that I'm not there tomorrow. Yeah, that, that stinks. That stinks, but you know, that's that's show business. Got to do what you got to do, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you helped me make some... I've got to do. Uh, I've got to be out and about a little bit. Um, some pre-wedding errands, so I get Salsaritas is definitely going to be a stop now. Uh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I know you're the best man, but you you would seem like you're getting married with how time-consuming this wedding has been. Hey, man, it's um his his fiance too is one of those. She just is like, there's just a lot of stuff. Like it's just all the details. So we're you know we're helping. It's my pal. This is a big day, so oh, yeah. whatever I got to do to help. We've I've got a wedding Saturday night myself. Oh, nice! Uh, what part of town? Um, I think it's at Melwood. Well, if you are spry enough to go to an after party, uh, you can crash. You can crash the after party downtown. Where Where are you going to be at, Roush? I, I, do I want to just spill the beans to the our listening audience? I mean, if, if somebody's coming after you, there's enough okay. easy places. Yeah, they, they got a... Uh, they just go to floors. Churchill Downs pretty much any Thursday. Right, right. Uh, which there is night racing Saturday, too, which that's kind of nice. But uh, uh, the w- wedding ends during it, though, so you don't want to do that. But, uh, yeah, no, we're going to O'Shea's downtown. Should be a good time. Why don't you come on over? Yeah, it's a good spot. That'll yeah. be probably way past my bedtime, but... Yeah, 10, 10 p.m. past your bedtime? Come on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a little. I'm baby. sure your yeah. wife, fresh off pneumonia, is going to be just so eager to mm-hmm. go out and about. Yeah, which I imagine. Yeah. Get yeah. Ace. How, like, what do you do for pneumonia? Do you just like weather the storm? Do they give you stuff that like gets rid of it? Like, I've never. Yeah, she got she got on some antibiotics. Okay, all right. I didn't know. Like, that's one of those things that like, it always. You know, pneumonia is bad, but I don't really know much about it, how it works. Um, but uh, I'm glad she's doing all right. She's doing much better. Happy, happy to report the medicine is working. Whew, medicine. Uh, she got to see the baby yesterday also. Baby's doing well. So she got the blood work done. So we'll find out the sex in like 10 days or so. Ooh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, Gender reveal you, party? You're, you're... No, uh, no. Although like the results may come when we're doing Lucy's second birthday which is going to be just like with family. So maybe we'll make like, maybe we'll make that announcement, but no, we're not going to like do a big confetti gun or anything like that. Why why don't we make it a radio bit? Like, come on content. What would the bit be though? I'm open to that. Just, we got to have a clever idea. Yeah, We, we, we got to have a good idea because usually gender reveals are very visual. So, um, somehow we can have it in auditory form and, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we can we can come up with something. I'm sure the textures on the Thorns text on five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. They're full of good suggestions. Here, uh, here's a so when we wanted Hunter Dickinson to come to Kentucky, I bought that cameo, trying to like kind of trick him into saying that true. Like, hey, John, can't wait to see you in Lexington. You know, one of those bits, and it didn't work because he didn't respond to it. Um, I think I said like you, you write a prompt and I was like, Hey, my buddy, John, 
he is just a huge fan of yours. And can you just like say how excited you are? He's going to go to a game of yours this season. Can you are, can you just say how excited you are to play in front of John? And so like, ideally he'd be like, Hey John, I can't wait to play in front of you. You know, I hope I put on a good show or something like that. It was dumb. It didn't work anyways. Needless to say, a cameo wouldn't refund my money, but I did get an $80 credit. Okay. And that and $80 in cameo world is pretty good. So we could pay a celebrity to just like say it like, hey, TJ, you're having a girl or something like that. But we need to find a celebrity. And also the only issue is that I'd have to like write the prompt and, you know, that would ruin the surprise. Do you have a preference, um, TJ? On a, on the gender? Yeah. Like, do you have no, one that you're wanting over the other? Not necessarily. Like, I, I guess, you know, it'd be great to have one of each so you know what it's like to have one of each. But if I have another girl, like, Lucy is the sweetest little thing in the world. So if I have another one of those, then, yeah, I'll be. Oh, no, twist my arm. Like. Yeah, so <laughs> I really don't care. My, I guess the preference would be boy just so you can check both boxes and be like, oh, I, what a girl's, what a girl baby's like, what a boy's baby's like. But I don't, I don't care. I really don't. Gotcha. Uh, just healthy. Am I right? Yes. What if somebody was like, you know, no, I, I want them to come out having a having to go to the ICU or, or the the Niku, uh, but which Lucy did. Like they, you know, they let us like hold Lucy for a little while, but she had jaundice, and they were like, we need to take her, uh, Dad. You're going to take her actually. Come with us, and like I had to put her in like one of those little things, and it was very scary, not fun at all. So yes, definitely just rooting for healthy, and you know she was fine. They just wanted to monitor her for like twelve hours, but. Um, yeah, I can't imagine. Our buddies, they, they they had twins, and their little babies have been uh, they they were they were preemies. They came early, and they've been at the hospital for like a month. You know, I just that'd be tough. That'd be hard. I've got they're a. Healthy, they're growing. They look very cute, and they're sweet. Both th girls. There's a uh, family from church from back in the day that I was used to be really close with. They have an 18-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 14-year-old, and they just had another baby, and it came out at one pound, mm -hmm. two ounces. So they've also been in the NICU for quite some oh time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's thoughts and prayers. That's That would be scary Crazy. as the parents, and hopefully the baby's growing and healthy. One pound. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> No, not at We're going to have uh, Corey Price on for some trivia here shortly. Woo! How about be exciting we, Yeah, we need to get to some text on the Thorns text line. Uh, I wanted to ask you a football question. Oh, can we can we get to some text on some Thorns text line? Okay. Jeez. <laughs> you don't even know what the question is. I mean, we have questions on the Thorns text line. What's the question, TJ? Ask no, the question. No, don't worry about it. Now I feel stupid. What's in the question? <laughs> Nothing. Just move on. Damn it. We know the question. Bob Art has been rumored to be a high-end. Uh, is this a real text? Should we just skip this one? This is for this is referring to Lauren Boebert. No, really, Scoots. We couldn't couldn't. Figure uh, that TJ one out. said Bob I Art. I know that's what they said. That's what the oh, but like Boebert they're saying some rumored. like rumors that are oh, just a little salacious. Uh, a texter says, given Cohen's comments yesterday, is it pretty safe bet he stays upstairs for good? No, I don't. I mean, coaches can say whatever they want. Like, he might get tired of it and go back down. I don't know. Coaches are superstitious. They're weird. We'll see how Saturday goes. That'll be the, the ultimate test. I, I do think that's fascinating, just the differences and being up top first down low. You do think, I mean, you can you can pick out 
huge advantages for both that you just can't have unless you're on either in the press box or you're on the field. Uh, it's interesting. I, I, I always wonder like what I would do if I were an offensive or defensive coordinator. I, I think at least in this case, he probably feels that he can trust Devin Leary quite like he, he, he Leary has his trust, right? So he doesn't, because uh, a lot of times they, the coordinators want to be down there to like look them in the eye and see how they're doing. And like, there's more of kind of a mental coaching up, not from an X's and O's standpoint, but maybe like a morale sort of deal. But I, I think he's confident enough in Leary that now he can just kind of get up there and call plays like he's playing a video game, you know? Yeah, I, I think like, you know, to have that Eagles eye view and see how the defense is lined up, I just think that would be so beneficial. But then again, if you do need to look into somebody's eyes and you need to kind of get a sense of where their confidence is at, and you, you can't get that if you're up top. So it, it's tough for sure. Um, I don't know. I really don't know which one I would pick. I, I think I'd have to probably try them both out just to get an idea. The good news is I'm never going to be an offensive coordinator, so it doesn't really matter outside of video games. But I can see I can see benefits to both sides of that. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right. Joining us now for our favorite segment of the week means the weekend's approaching. We're about to learn new things, and we get to talk to our friend, Corey Price. He is the statistician for the UK Sports Network, and he helps with the game day staff on the radio network. Corey Price, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, kind of sad this is the last Tuesday Thursday at y'all's current uh, radio spot. Kind of said, yeah, yeah, it's Remember interesting that we all found out this out together that this could be our yeah. last trivia Thursday at the new spot. But Scoots has been alluding that, like, hey, we may be on the move, we may be on the move. So, interesting, interesting stuff for sure. Corey, I saw that they put a helmet on you in the press box on Saturday. What was that all about? Yeah, I don't, uh, Jeff brought a, a uh, helmet with him. I'm not quite sure what the reason was, but uh. I think the second to last touchdown we scored, he decided to put it on, and and he he wore it for like a minute or two at the most, and then he asked or he put it on me, and I wore it uh, the rest of the game. It was kind of kind of funny. <laughs> that is that is. Uh, they, uh, they wanted to protect your brain because you bring up so, right. so much helpful information. Uh, good. Right. Exactly. Uh, I was a little disappointed, TJ, that. Dylan Ballard made a cameo in the the video peak made of Day in the Life, but um, I sat ate my media meal with Corey and no no cameo, no what? cameo. What's that yeah. all about? Uh, that is was, awful. Was Steven there? Like was was it was it footage I, that just didn't make the cut? I think Steven just didn't want to give the mail guy his time in the limelight. Oh, that's probably <laughs> what it is. Oh, I think that's, that's what it was. I, I also just don't think he was up there when that happened. But oh, okay. What was the what was the meal, Corey? Sorry. What was the meal that you all shared together? Oh, the meal. Um, I think it was like uh, roast beef or something. I think. It was it was mystery meat. Uh, we're we're not really sure what the meat has been the last two weeks. It's been something. What? Yeah, Are you all be, you all being serious? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what it was. It's kind uh, of like yeah. a roast beef, but like Corey, yeah, I don't, kind of roast beef. It was weird. It was a weird yeah, consistency. Yeah, I'm cracking up that you all don't know what you ate. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get football. <laughs> the SEC has like a. 
160 million dollar in revenue and you all don't know what meat you're eating in the press box <laughs> what's funny too is zach was like man you're all set up is so much better than basketballs and i was like oh man this is the worst in the sec outside of andy and even andy they'll get like chick-fil-a sandwiches and beer if they work right there oh Woo, that's good stuff. Uh, Corey, St. X Trinity, have you ever gone to the St. X Trinity game? I don't know why you would. Uh, actually, I've been several. Uh, my father went to Trinity, and he was actually on their, uh, their the team that won the first uh, title in uh, 1968. So I've been to several. Uh, I haven't been to any recently, though, but uh, as, as a kid, I, I went to many, yes. Yeah, as a, and as a kid, that's when they like really did get you know close to like forty thousand people at that game. I, maybe that's a, you know I, probably thirty thousand easy, but they that's when it was much more attended than it is nowadays for whatever reason. But yeah, they're good. Always a good time getting out there. I think Saint X should hopefully beat the brakes off of them, which is always fun. But Corey, you came here to tell us some trivia. Yeah, uh, actually, I want um, y'all were talking about a possible. Uh, golf, uh, an app for singles who golf to uh, meet up. I have a possible name for a, for that type of app. We're all ears. What about strokes gained dating? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm in. Let's yep. trademark that. Uh, Scoots, okay, can you get yeah. our engineer working on that app? Yep, I got you. <laughs> Do you have any more? Is that it? No, no, uh, that's, that's it. Okay, that's it. That's the one. All right, I like it. I'm all for it. That's a good one, Corey. Uh, I tried to think okay. of some right there on the moment when we were doing that, and I couldn't come up with anything. But that's uh, that. That's a solid one. What do we have? What about? Oh, what about swing away? Uh, that's for married couples who are looking for others. That's a solid one as well. well I think we're yeah, on something there too. Yeah, that's good. And if you just anybody else can jump in, if you got one. Okay. Uh, well, well, they'll come to us. I'm sure the Thorns Texan will help us out. Sure. Corey, what we got for trivia? So, I've got uh, four for today, if we can get them all. Um, first one, uh, with a win on Saturday, UK will have won their SEC opener in each of the last three seasons. So, I know when was the last time the UK won their SEC opener in three consecutive seasons? I just would have to... First guess would have to be like in the seven, like that 76, 77, 78 or something around would be my, my only. Yeah. The, the reason why I'm definitely out on like the Brooks era, um, I remember vividly losing that South Carolina Thursday night game. Yeah. Um, so cats, I think were five and zero heading into that one lost, yeah. came back the next week, beat LSU. Good times. Yep, yep, that was good times. If Woodson hadn't thrown a pick in like a year, and then he threw four in that game, and they uh, showed that stupid bird every three seconds gosh. during that game too. Get the guy's name, number forty. He just played like a man possessed that game. That was very frustrating. Most fun though was thir- Thursday night though. I-, I enjoyed that aspect. I remember I ate chili and hot dogs, but not together. They had to be separate. No I was uh, coming no home from a fr- uh, freshman game. Yeah, I guess it was a freshman game. And I was very frustrated because Cal made you, like, pray with him afterwards and, like, do all this stuff. I was like, just let us go. I just want to watch this football game. We beat you by a million. Like, come on, let's do this. Um, oh, Rouch, too good to pray. Yep. 
Um, but I, I think our guess is either that or the 80s. I, I think like 84 or I was going to say like 83, 84, potentially. 85, yeah. I'm a, let's, let's go 83 to 85, Corey, is our guess. Uh, TJ was on the right track with his first guess. It was 1976 to 1979. They actually went four, wow. four in a row. For the record, I didn't want to switch, so I, I'm correct there. You're correct. I'm incorrect. Yeah. yeah. All right, what do we got next? Uh, so, again, with the win on Saturday, UK will have won each of the last four meetings against Vanderbilt and Nashville. There's only been one other time in the series history that UK has won four straight row games against Vandy. I just want to know if you all know what that time frame was when they won four in a row in, in, in Nashville. I would guess, like, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, because I remember when Vandy ended their SEC losing streak against Kentucky, and they rushed the field, and it was a really bad loss for UK. Uh, maybe that what, – what year was that? What year? I like that guess, though, TJ, because Kentucky had a good amount of wins during that time. Um, like, you had multiple six- and seven-win seasons. And later on, like, I'm, I don't think it was Franklin, but Paul Johnson was pretty competent there for a while. So, I'm guessing that Kentucky didn't kind of clean the sweep during the Brooks era. But so also, you, it's not like – you know, it's not just a four-year period. It's really like an eight-year eight. period. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll go with that, Corey, because I don't really have another better guess. And if it's anything past that, I wouldn't have had any clue anyway. So, that's my guess. Yeah, it's um... – it's before then. Uh, it was 1977, 1979, 1981, and 1983. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of the same time frame we were just talking about, so maybe we should have thought right. about that. But Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Well, suck it. Been a while. Been yeah. a while, yeah. Big old suck it to Vandy. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, this past Saturday, uh, Devin Leary had his first career 300-yard passing game for, for uh, the Cats against Akron. So uh, uh, this is kind of a, a two-parter. Uh, how many UK quarterbacks have flown for at least 300 yards against Vanderbilt in Nashville? And I want you to guess or answer that. And then uh, who? Who are they? Um, I'm going to guess. I guess like Tim Couch did. You'd guess Lorenzen, that. Woodson. Woodson, Lorenzen. Um. Did they run the ball? I, I think they ran the ball a lot. That Stephen Johnson win. Um, did, did Dusty Bonner play there? He could have. Oh man! Big numbers. Yeah. We probably could count. What year did UK go to that Music City Bowl with him? Two thousand ninety-nine. No, I thought the Outback Bowl was not. Oh, ni Outback Bowl was ninety-eight, but it was in ninety-nine. Yeah. Right, so right, it was right. Ninety-nine Music City Bowl. I think um, it all comes down to if. If you're right, if Bonner got in, so I guess I guess that's our four, right? We'll just say Bonner is one of them. Bonner, yeah, Woodson, and then Lawrence I don't know. You know, before before the '90s, I don't know if I could even guess. Well, they they didn't put up any 300 yard passing games. Very rarely, but you know, yeah. it wouldn't be totally. All right, so we go. Well, we could we could figure yeah. out if Dusty Bonner played the '07 game or the '09. The '07 game was in Nashville. So that would mean 05 Nashville, 03 Nashville, yeah, 01 Nashville, 99 Nashville. Yeah, okay. All right, boom. We did it. We did the backwards math. Let's just hope that – wait, did Levis put up – oh, I bet Levis did too. I don't think Levis did. He had a couple really big games though. I think but... that game was pretty choppy. 
Yeah, and they had a pick six. Like Kentucky scored a lot. Like they they, they yeah. ran yeah they ran it down their throat. You're right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do those at uh, those four. Corey? So uh, there there have only been two that, oh. that have done it. Boo! It, Boo! Yeah, it was Bill Rensdell in 1985 oh, with 300, 322 yards, and Jerry Lorenzen in 2001 with 453 yards. Oh my God! We didn't we didn't do we didn't do too hot on that one, Roush. No oh, Tim Couch. That's kind of shocking. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, uh, last one in 1997 and 1998. Uh, Tim Couch played in tw- 23 games for, for for UK. In 21 of those 23 games, he had more passing yards than the opposing QB. So I don't know if you all know. Only the only two quarterbacks that had more passing yards than Tim Couch hit head to head in those two seasons. Peyton Manning. Uh, yeah, that's a that 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 should be one. And, and who was Florida's quarterback? I think he I played know. for Washington. It wasn't Warfel. Um, Grossman's a little later, isn't he? No, no, I'm thinking of some. Yeah, no. I think you were thinking of Grossman now. Oh, man, there was somebody in between Grossman and Warfel, and I bet it was that guy. Uh, I'm trying to think. Because Redmond was then, but they still, I mean, Kentucky beat the brakes off him, and you weren't out yeah. passing couch that day. So, Yeah, did UK have any defensive touchdowns in that one? Because U of L would have been throwing the entire game, too. Yeah, but couch had, like, 450. Like, they, they, I don't think they could have. True, true. Yeah, yeah. good point. Uh, who was the Florida? Do we just go with Warfel? I guess, but I know he was he was like ninety six or ninety seven. Gosh, this is gonna really bug me because I know that no, we're gonna probably end up not even getting the right team. You know how yeah. this goes. Oh yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Corey's just well, smiling right we'll now. Just, well, Corey, we'll, we'll get a half guess and just say the Florida quarterback and Peyton Manning. Warfel. So you're halfway. Uh, it was Peyton Manning and. 1997, he had 523 yards and catches 476. Uh, there's a, there's a game took seven hours. Yeah, there's a uh, Florida as a team in '98 passed for more than Tim Couch, but they had two different guys play and they split they split time. So uh, each of them by themselves didn't pass for more than Tim, so that's why I didn't count that. But the other one was. Damian Allen of Vanderbilt in 1997. That game was in Nashville. That's why I brought it up. We should have known he was going to do a Vanderbilt one. Ah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stats-wise, it was Tim's worst game in the the, uh, 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 air raid. Allen had 211 yards. Tim only threw for 168 yards that game. Wow. Who are those Florida quarterbacks, if if you remember? I think it was... Uh, Johnson and Palmer, maybe it could be wrong. Okay, all right. The old all classic right. Spurrier, two yeah. quarterbacks. Okay, uh, Corey, are you going to be in Nashville? Did we already ask you that? Yes, yes, I will. Okay, all right. Well, safe travels down there. Thank you for another riveting Thursday trivia with Corey Price, and make sure everybody out there listening to Kentucky Roll Call is following Corey Price on Twitter at Corey P. Zero eight, Corey. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next Thursday. Thanks, guys. 
All right, Corey Price, we're going to take our last commercial break, come back and hit up the Thornton's text line when we return here on Kentucky Roll Call with Big X Sports Radio. Burning ring of fire, I went down, 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 and the flames went higher, and it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car, speed so fast it felt like I was drunk. Our the Thornton sex line, a lot of folks guessing the noise during the commercial break. They're wrong on the noise. They're wrong on the noise so far. But if you have a guess, go ahead and send it in 502-414-1450. One final. It was me, by the way. My hand up. Apologies. One final segment. Kentucky roll call here on Big X Sports Radio. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Send it on in. We'll get to it. And head on over to ShadyRays.com for the best polarized sunglasses in all of the world, a company that started right here in Kentucky. If you need sunglasses, if you need a gift for people, if you're in a wedding, perfect uh, gift for the groomsmen. Roush, hopefully your your groom got everybody some Shady Ray sunglasses. Duke polarized got sunglasses. some. He's a ring bear. Yeah. Oh, nice. Be yeah. Looking sharp. yeah. That's going to be awesome. Uh, by the way, intern Jacob texted me yesterday, and he was like, Shady Rays just gave me 40 pairs of sunglasses. Wow, that's pretty nice, Shady Rays. We'll take some of those, intern Jacob. But go to Shady. You can you can get yours. I don't know if intern Jacob will give you some. It's, it's I guess, worth reaching out uh, to him. But if, if he says no or you can't get a hold of intern Jacob because we have a tough time from time to time getting a hold of him, you can just head on over to ShadyRays.com, and we can offer you 40% off with the promo code Big Axe, 40% off at ShadyRays.com. 40 pairs? That's a little excessive. That's what the that's what he said. You think he keeps them all or you think he gives them away? Well, he said he's gonna give me some, so that's nice. Oh okay. but I'll, I I have a ton. So if he gives me some, I'll give them away on there. How yeah, about that? I think I'm up to six now. I'm getting up there myself. Uh Texters are saying open mic, big burp. Somebody says someone just let out a massive burp. Gross. Uh, uh, somebody said the noise sounded gross, whatever it was. <laughs> uh, it's actually our new, I forget what commercial it was, but that's actually just a new ad to that commercial. Oh, for hairball medicine for cats? <laughs> it wasn't a burp. It was just a big stretch, like uh, stretching back in this chair and then like, <sighs> you know, that sort of deal. So that was like a, Ugh. That was that was the noise. Uh, the roll call boys, Justin and Scoots, thought that I was puking. Nick and Scoots. Nope. Scoots and Scoots and Justin. <laughs> Let's time to head on over to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Thanks again to Corey Price for the trivia. Uh, we, uh, once again, Roush didn't do too hot. No, he's he stumps us. Um, we won't be stumped by these texts, though. Davis has been a pleasant ad. He has a burst that I didn't know he had. As Larry continues to stretch the field, Davis will be even more lethal despite the mistakes. The upside of this offense is very high. It's true. I'm sure um, Mandy wishes they have him. They played an extra game, and they have only 20 more yards than Davis. And I think he has three more touchdowns than all of their running backs combined. So, yeah, they, they certainly wish they had him right now. A texter says, oh, we read that one already. We read, I think we read the John text. We did. 
who was better in their prime, TJ Walker or Uncle Rico? I don't know if you could ever throw a football over that mountain, TJ. I, I couldn't. I, I didn't always throw it the furthest or the tightest spiral, but boy, did it, like, I'd put it right in your bread basket. Like if you were riding a bicycle, you could knock somebody off with it. Football. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They just need to be kind of close by. Yeah. Michigan fan here. I got a seven on my ACT. Took a prep class. Side note, also took a medication called prep and raised my score to an eight. They spelled out those things so weird. Yeah. Like yeah. A-T-E for eight. Um, Just a Michigan So, Ohio or... State fan making fun of a Michigan fan? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Vandy, normal capacity, 40,000, currently 28.5. Yeah, they have uh, videos online, too, if you're going to the game, on, like, here's how you navigate through the construction zones right now in either end zone. You I think take it's different fu- routes. funny if you go to one concession stand, you have to wear a hard hat. Don't you think that's kind of weird? That is a little weird. That's not true. I made that up. Mm-hmm. It would be funny, though, if it were true. A texter says, I just want to know how Vandy didn't work something out to play their games at the Titans Stadium this year. It's cost a lot of money. They're spending a lot on that construction zone. And they're also not the first team to do this. It's just, it's just Vandy, so they get made fun of more. Um I mean, that's that's the nature of it, right? Like, it does seem – but I think it's just because of where their stadium's at too and just how tight those quarters are all around right. that spot that, like, this – you know, a lot of stadiums will do renovations or construction projects and there may be some – you notice some – but this, I do think this one's, like, extra kind of over the top because well, of, their, of their setup. That and also the fact that the – like the, the the tents for a locker room. That's the one part that I think is different. Yeah, I mean, you feel like you'd be able to work around that somehow. Like, like when Kentucky won at Missouri in eighteen, they were doing construction on the stadium then in their end zone. Um, Kentucky's had it. Like the, this, this that part's not new. It's just I think it's just a little bit amplified because it is it is Vandy. And um, the texture goes on to say, I believe National State plays there at the Titan Stadium, and that college is based out of a strip mall. It's probably they're getting it for free, I would guess. Yeah, Tennessee State's a HBCU. Coached by Eddie George, if I'm not mistaken. Well, uh, people yeah. forget or didn't ever know that he was in coaching. Yep. Speaking of our favorite announcers, you guys ready for three-plus months of Jimmy Dice? Damn it. Why Damn it. Yeah, seriously. Like, what the it hell? Is, we were having is, a great day. It <sighs> is funny that, like, I say, you know, I don't normally care about announcing, but then Jimmy Dykes is in the conversation. I'm just like, out. Get out. Really, it's a lot of uh, – no, nah, I shouldn't say a lot. I'm not, like, huge on Jay Billis, but I don't really mind him. He's he's almost, like, zigged back to normal now. He was great. Then he got way too, like, preachy, and it was annoying. But he's mellowed out a bit. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But Jimmy Dykes, oh, goodness gracious, that guy. Uh, Texture says, Indiana Tim here. Mel Tucker certainly not adhering to the no-contact period. hey I would say when it's all over the phone, though. Although I don't think it was technically that uh, in no contact periods, you can you can be on the phone. Uh, Brittany Renner says one texter. I'm with you, TJ Wacky. Yesterday, okay. uh, I mentioned another radio show, but didn't call the people by their names. I did laugh at Shannon the Rude. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, one of the crazy. He says you're one of the crazy free speech guys. Read your history, folks. The left always championed free speech. Now they want to limit it. Liberal here who is sick of these dishonest Trump derangement syndrome babies 
don't get too excited, listeners. You Trumpers are just as annoying. It's a stupid cultural war. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, you know, Roush, you, I think you know my political opinions probably as well as just about anybody besides my wife. Uh, I'm a big free speech guy. I'm very anti-censorship. So, um, you know, I, I gladly rip Republicans when need be. But, like, I, you know, we, we don't need to censor people because their yeah. opinion may hurt your feelings. I like this text. Um, I'm wondering if it's from Mook. He said, I played center my entire career, and snapping was the easiest part. I think it oh, was Mook. I think it was Mook. That's pretty, funny. Yeah, Mook. I'm pretty sure he was a center. I was, uh, I was a center as well um, for a year in eighth grade. And it was very funny because I'm like six feet tall and snapping to somebody. I mean, he was basically standing up. Yeah, that, that is a weird dynamic. Yeah, and there, there, at least under center, there's two different ways to do it. And I was quickest with two hands. So we did the two-hand method, and I would just be firing on all cylinders, just coming out like a rocket ship. A texter on the Thornton sex line says, Trump Jr.'s Twitter has been hacked. Photos to follow. There's some pretty fun, funny ones in there. Um, the Did he ever one, release a statement on it? Like, we can't read some of them, but uh, the one that like I, I saw first was the one that was like, wait, what? Was, I'm sad to announce my father, Donald Trump, has passed away. I'll be running for president in 2024. Which oh. like that, I you know, for a second I was like, wait, what? Did I miss something? Because that would, that would be a Donald Trump Jr. type of move. He would think that it just runs like succession, you know? You just... Next man up, kids. Kids turn. Yeah, and then Joe, you get to Hunter Biden running in honor of Joe. <laughs> man, that know? guy. That guy. Like I, I, I've just like not kept up with any of the stuff. But that dude looks like he's just up to no good. <laughs> he kind of looks like the bad guy in Home Alone sometimes. Yeah, yeah, or even I mean, just a bad guy. Period. Like, nay, insert random Netflix action movie, and he could be the bad guy in it. Not yeah, to it, not to profile, but like we're gonna profile here with Hunter Biden. It's it's not as funny because it's like real life, but he is just like a season of Veep. You know, like the the president's wacky son this season gets into all sorts of shenanigans. <laughs> I mean, they. I remember the writers of that show talking about how like Donald Trump kind of ruined it for him because like <laughs> their bits, like they weren't. Yeah. They thought they were being like wacky and like way over the top. And then it started, some of their show stuff started becoming real life. And they're like, well, what do we do? Like this, this is becoming real. You've seen it in the Senate, Congress, and with both presidents uh, as of late. But I like when they just put beat music over something that's uh, actually happening. That's the same thing with the curb mu- theme music. That's you know? always great too. Yeah. The, the first one I remember them doing that was Hard Home and Game of Thrones. And they're doing it as like they go away on the boats and they see all the white walkers. It was just, oh gosh. People forget about Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, it'd be great if they didn't wait seven years in between seasons of House of the Dragon. That would be cool. Jeez, please. Well, they did all the time jumps, so they were just like, we're going to do a real one. We're going to make you <laughs> We're going to let all of the children get old. Yeah, this war. Just the yeah. way that's going to go. A texter says, I love Joe Buck on a playoff baseball game. Football, I could take or leave. Uh, is does he is he still going to do playoff baseball, or is he just like a one? No, he's player? out. Yeah, yeah. And he I even, also thought he did great on playoff baseball. I agree with you, Texter. He even said too. He was like, you know, I loved it, but it. I'm. 
especially with the pitch clock and stuff this year, he's just like, I'm so far out. Like it, it, it's very easy to get out of the, the group, out of the rhythm. Man, one of the games I was watching last night, their play-by-play broadcaster sounded so close to Joe Buck. It was eerie. I thought it was Joe Buck for most of the game, and then they showed him on the on the camera, and I was like, oh, that is not Joe Buck. Okay. <laughs> A texter says, Bit of an odd rant on Russell Brand there, TJ. You're welcome to support him if that's what you want to do. We had a texter ask if forgetting Sarah Marshall was canceled. I think that's a top five, definitely a top ten funniest movie of all time, in my opinion. It's and so not, great. And, and it's not, it's not, he's not getting, it, the movie's not getting canceled. Um, so that was the whole premise of the rant there. But so thank you for your support on my support of his support. Brandon good. Ramsey, oh, go ahead. Get him to the Greek, even though it was like a weird kind of spinoff sequel. Still enjoyed that. I, I think Get Him to the Greek is good, not great. I think it's maybe slightly overhyped, but it's still a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. And like Jonah Hill's perfect at just being like this like uh-huh. drugged out. The only thing though is like they should have made it to where Jonah Hill's character was actually the guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall grown up. So he's like the super fan that now I agree. Gets, yeah that that was where they that was where they messed up they shouldn't have made it a true sequel and they could have just had like a, a funny callback to like his music career you know like <laughs> oh yeah flashback and uh-huh. he's like trying to do his singing one of the funniest uh, it's forgetting sarah marshall when they call him up to the stage and then jonah hill is next to uh peter and he's like inside of you <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh my gosh how much fun they've had probably shooting that movie oh and they're in hawaii i yeah. mean oh gosh man great stuff uh, what was what was the name of the show that sarah marshall was in scene of the crime scene of the crime. <laughs> crime scene scene of the crime yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna be hard oh man some of those cutaways with the baldwin brother oh gosh uh, a texter says, Brandon Ramsey loves to tweet a Reds player's name in all caps and the score just below. Hey, it's his, that's his Reds, Reds live tweeting. you got to do what you got to do. At least Brandon Ramsey isn't shadow bay. I'm now picturing a game show called Beat the 14, where Trevor is sitting behind a glass wall and looks like the blacked out silhouette of Deal or No Deal Banker. And it's just super easy questions that most average intelligent people would get. <laughs> You can see like the cigarette smoke like in the background. I think anything would be funny with Trevor in a silhouette, like a dating (laughs) game, a trivia game, uh, something that even doesn't have anything to do with like him being disguised. (laughs) Like if we ever get the TV cameras at the Big X Studio, the new Big X Studio, we need to have him in silhouette form and just do his own thing. People would think that like it's voice changing software, and it's like no, that's just the years of cigarettes. A texter says, the amount of people that are legitimately taking the football snap ordeal personally has me laughing out loud. With that being said, there's a 10,000% chance I could snap a football at a D1 level. You really just need to wake up and get with reality. Thank you. It's snapping a football. It's not like I'm not sitting here saying I could hit a home run off Randy Johnson in his prime. It's taking a ball between your legs and just going, you know, Yeah, It's it's under leg pass. I know I'm going to be at a tailgate someday, and somebody with a football is going to be like, sports talker, snap this ball to me, why don't you? Um, But I'm not a show pony, so you can't tell me what to do on command. Regarding the game time against Florida, I'll be in South Africa for the game. So selfishly, I like the noon kickoff because noon in Kentucky is 6 p.m. in South Africa. I was already 
thinking to myself it was going to be a 7 or 7.30, which means I'd have to set the alarm and wake up at 3 or 3.30 in the morning. That's from Bradford. Hey, all right, Ooh. cool. Uh, Bradford, have fun in South Africa. Oh, more time zone talk. Next week, Ryder Cup. We're gonna be You're going to be able to tailgate with the Ryder Cup in the background. Think about you're that. Gonna, you're going to get live KRC with the Ryder Cup going on next week. That'll be fun. Oh, wow. going to be so exciting. We're going to really need to be focused on the radio show. Um, Talking to myself there. Maybe quickly. Scooby, you'll be fine, Ralph. Um, Michigan Board of Regent wrote an op-ed in the New York Times calling for revenue sharing and said that if the NCAA pushes back, schools should found their own organization similar to the English Premier League. So it was a big nil hearing yesterday. I don't think anything came from it, but I, I did like – on three made a graphic of Morgan McGarvey being like, why do we have to do the NCAA's job? What's the point of that organization? It's like, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're saying it out loud. So there's the, just, uh, we don't need to get into it, but like, feels like there's, there's some stuff that's that, that snowball's getting bigger rolling down that hill, TJ. Yeah. The idea of uh, relegation and promotion in college that was kicked around yesterday well, on social media is I love that. There, um, it's, well, and it's like legitimately being discussed with the Mountain West Pac-12 stuff with like, like Oregon I, I, State, Washington State. I think it's a genius idea. I absolutely love it. Kentucky, I don't think stands to gain much from it, but I do love the the idea of it. I, I think it's just cool. a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it is. And I think I think it worked, too. Um, but that being said, I'll, I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it. And then I just again with the NCAA stuff and broken record, we're not going to get it like the NCAA is the universities. The universities are the NCAA. So anytime that like people, Morgan McGarvey included, you're going to point it like you're going to criticize the NCAA. Talk directly to these presidents. Like, why are you all? What are you all doing? Allowing Mark Emmert to well, keep running the show, and and I know that's not going to last forever anymore. He's it's on his Charlie, way out. But Charlie Baker's in there now. Is uh, he already already switched? I thought it was no, the end of the year. No, he yeah he started over the summer. Oh, um, nice. Because cool. he's already made some. It's not like Emmert bad comments, but like concerning uh, some just like some like th- this dude hasn't been paying attention to college sports that much. Oh, um, gosh, I'm, uh, th- I guess I haven't been paying paying attention to college sports. I didn't know all this that already happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my. The more I've thought about it, the more I'm like like. While I do agree with you to an extent, TJ, like there's also like leadership strums up a lot of that. Like when Greg Sankey wants to get something done, he whips the ADs and presidents into action. Like for Texas, Oklahoma, like, you, you know what I mean? Like he, he says like, this is kind of what, this is what I want to do. You all get on board. And then they kind of figured out from there. I think that's somewhat of the case too. Like with the incident, like if Charlie Baker wants to do X, Y, and Z, then he starts whipping the presidents and vote like into shape sort of deal. Gotcha. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a tweet that I don't know if it's accurate or not, but it says EMS was called to Western a Western Kentucky lab, WKU lab, for an unresponsive student. The EMS was canceled after dispatch reported the student was never on the ground. He was just not talking to anyone. He was unresponsive. He just didn't want to answer the professor's questions. Not sure if that's just like a joke or that's accurate, but if it's accurate, that's kind of funny. Yeah. EMS getting called on just a student not talking. <laughs> a texter says, it's always been a dream of mine to do what Roush does covering the Cats. Just watch the video of the other show's websites and seeing how long of a day you and Luckett had. I don't think it's a dream anymore. I'd love to experience it, but I definitely get it when you say you'd prefer early games. If the Cats win, doesn't matter to me when they play. Thanks for sharing. I'll take the cold brews over the hot coffee 
any time. Yeah, it was a cool video. And it, 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 for these, you know, these people, these bloggers and writers and journalists, it's uh, it they have late nights for sure. And it's weekends. So not always the most fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, I, you know, wouldn't trade the job. But uh, yeah, it is. It's still work. Still a lot of work. Hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here. Am I the only one that gets annoyed with the Heisman rankings because all the top options are always QB? The Heisman is for the best player in college football, yet it seems like it's almost only ever QBs who win. The NFL has the MVP award, and it justifiably goes to QBs every year because the QB is the most important position. But being most important and being best are equivocally different only dev. Devontae well, Smith okay, there we go. and Daniel Henry are the only nine QBs that win since 2010. And but like part of that too, Brad, is the the way the sport has gone as well. Things are a lot more spread out. I can't think of can can you think of any years where you were like a quarterback shouldn't have won this? Like the year Will Anderson, his first year, and I think it might have even been the year Devontae Smith won it. I like that year Will Anderson, I think, had a legitimate gripe. I think that would be what I would say. And then going back to that. Uh, I don't know. There, there's been there's been some linebackers that have just had dumb numbers. Manti Teo's numbers were really good, although I don't think he was the best player in college football. So I didn't right. have an issue with that. Scooch, yeah, like he was there, there. You know, I was just going to ask your all's opinion on if Travis Hunter did not suffer that injury on Saturday. Do you think he'd be in in contention? I mean, playing probably not because Colorado is going to lose a bunch of games. Yeah, coming but the up, dude's but... playing both ways. Like, there's nobody else in college football doing that. Yeah, I mean it's that's fair. Like, didn't uh, didn't Paul Horning win the Heisman on like a three and nine team or something like that? He's he's the only Heisman Trophy winner on a losing team. They were five, six, and one, but still, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, that was just something that would never in a million years happen these days. Yeah, and I, I and the thing is too with Hunter, like you're right, Scoots. He could eventually. This injury is obviously going to hurt him, but I mean he's got to come back for another year, so. Um, Certainly something worth keeping out. Because I, I, I think a two-way player would get rewarded as much as we reward quarterbacks. Um, and Brad, I would just add to you, like, you know, if the award changes, though, then it changes. If that's kind of what it is, then just have the idea of that's what it is. That most of the time it's going to go to a quarterback. But if somebody really, really special outside the position wins, then you kind of consider that like a triple crown year where it's like, oh, cool, this person's really special because they overcame all the quarterbacks. But we'll see a running back or wide receiver win it. I just I think defense should get more consideration from time to time, but quarterbacks are the stars. That's just the way that it works. Bad month for Roush and the head man of our B-ball team. Took a pick with the red zoner and then another pick with old Bob Baffert at a steakhouse. Sheesh. Dude. Don't care about the dress code with the Senate. Only issue was the audible scoff from Schumer when he asked if those testifying had a dress code. He said, of course. Listen, if I see a guy in a KISS t-shirt asking me questions, I should be able to roll up in sweatpants and a KRC t-shirt when testifying about alien spaceships I saw. Fair oh, enough. Man. Fair enough. John here, good morning. No worries, CJ. I got your 20. Side note, Roush, do you have my 20? Way back in May, I had Murray and Joker with more points and rebounds in the series, and you took Latrash and Davis, of course. I was correct. Hey, take the Giants tonight, but tease it to up to plus six. So you can get the over at 38 and give the Giants plus 16 and a half. Jones will have a pretty good night. Parlay the fun, my friends. Got to go catch you later. Oh, what kind of juice is that going to get you, John? I don't Let me like... know the juice. That's that's a heavy tease. Yeah, I don't. If you need that much? Maybe just take the 49ers. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like to. 
I don't like to tease either. I'm not a big teaser. I'll, I'll buy like a, uh, a half a point or something. Or like the Georgia game, I got it to plus money. I was confident in the under. I saw I like tease it down. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like to tease too much. This is a great text from our one of our favorite listeners, Robert. Nick won't wish anyone a happy birthday anymore, but we'll give a shout out to some obscure family over air and discuss in detail their engagement. Not weird at all. Nope, not weird at all. And it's mostly just because um, that's twenty first night of September. I just I remember that every time because like that, that that is like the perfect wedding. It's perfect wedding day, so you can always you can be like, oh, here's our song, and it's such a great song. I mean. Ah, one of the best. One of the best ever created. Uh, take it easy. Indiana Tim sends in a uh, Scoots This Works. It's some mosquito thing. Looks cool. Yeah, should have told me about that on Saturday. Now Was that, that well, he should have read your mind that you were just going to sit down and get eaten alive because you think bug spray's icky? Good point. Uh, texter says, was the passive-aggressive enjoy your off day text to Trevor in all caps? Punctuation used? Did he respond? Yeah, give us more info about the screenshot. It was not in all caps, but it might as well have been. I'm sure he could hear the annoyance in my text. And I told I him, I told him I was like, I need an off day bad. Enjoy your off day. And he responded with, don't worry, one of these days will get you off. And I responded, gross. Okay. All righty. Uh, way to go, Texter. Look what you did. The history, <laughs> the interns named Amber, who have sat silently in that studio, the Cats, that one time, the best three years of your life. <laughs> it's been a good three uh, years, yeah. It's something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. A Texter says, had the time if you had an life. offensive line of TJ, Roush, Scoots, Trevor, and Rutherford, do you all think you could protect Devin Leary from Deion Walker long enough for a Hail Mary attempt? Yes, but this is a really fun hypothetical. I wish we had more time to spend on it, but the answer is yes. I think for a long enough for a Hail Mary attempt, I think we could. We're all getting destroyed and we're all getting hurt, but we're giving, we're giving Devin Leary about five seconds and we're doing it. We're really doing it. You're a little bit more confident than me. Um, the the part we would have to chop block him. I, I think there's no doubt about that. We'd have to go low and then hope that that works well enough because he would just throw us around like ragdolls. I think we'd start with you and Trevor just like in front of him, just and like we'd, be the 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 bot, be the weight that he's got to throw like, around. And the thing we're going to tell you all is, like, you're just going to hold him. As he bulldozes through, you hold on for dear life. Then you have me and Rutherford there next. And, you know, I'm going to get destroyed, but I'll try to give him a, 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 a lick that he may feel like a fly landing on him, that being said. Last line of defense in front of Devin Leary, that's right, folks, it's Scoots. And Scoots, you're not even going to hit him. No. You're just going to, like, do the sympathy. You're going to get on your knees and just try to distract him. See, I was... Uh, and, and if you can get, like, a second of distraction, then that's probably, you know, that's good. That's I, solid. I was thinking I'd be more so the guy to turn around and tell Leary, all right, he's coming, throw it, throw it, throw it. Good, great, like safety valve. I love that. Another texture. This one, I wish you could have heard my reaction when uh, I read it myself, but I got a new show suggestion that you all probably haven't heard of. I pride myself on finding shows that fly under the radar. It's on Netflix and it's called Wrestlers. <laughs> hadn't heard about it. Is that a serious Everybody text? A Come on. Great he, Thursday. He, he, I'm no, taking, it's, a, it's a joke. I'm, I'm taking 49ers tonight. Uh, Scoots didn't get the joke, Roush. I'm sorry, I was talking. Yeah, he he did not get the joke. <laughs> I I, di- I just didn't know if it was serious or not. Kind of say pretty wild to see Netflix cameras in the St. Paul cafeteria and like Matt getting interviewed on a couch I've slept on. 
That's that's just wild stuff. Why is that couch still there? The ca- the couch is in the office at KSR. Oh, that couch. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah, you yeah, yeah. The couch at the St. Lawrence. No, 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 no. St. Yeah. Paul cafeteria. All right, everybody, have a good Thursday. Uh, take the 49ers tonight. They're going to cover. And we will see you on Friday. Thanks again to Corey Price. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I'm Big Coming over tonight